Okay, thank you guys for tuning in to the Parent Tribe Podcast. For those of you that are listening for the first time, I'm your host, Laria. And today's episode doesn't really have a title yet. Maybe we'll get one by the end of the episode. Maybe it'll just be posted untitled. But this was inspired by church service today. So today we didn't have children's ministry. So all the kids were in the main service with us. And I had two children with me. And my son was on his phone. And halfway through service, I'm just like bothered with him. Well, first he came with his controller to try to Bluetooth it. And I saw it and took it. But I'm just like, whatever. But I look over, he's still playing the game. And I just began to look all around the service. Most of the kids were distracted by some type of device, whether they had Nintendo DS's, cell phones, iPads. And then hear my son go with the game and my nephew with a Rubik's Cube. And I'm just like, so bothered. Like, why can't these kids sit still for an hour? And then I'm even backtracking throughout my week on how I've been trying to, like, get my son to be more disciplined with doing stuff around the house and being responsible for himself. But it seems like if it's not fun time or play time, his mind is completely disconnected. And so I'm just sitting here like, Lord, what is up with this generation? And why can they not do simple things that we we were required to do as kids? Like, you know, do your chores automatically without your parent reminding you. Sit through an hour church up and y'all, I don't go to one of them nine o'clock to two o'clock churches. Church is literally an hour, hour and a half at the most baby and we we got there late we was there probably 45 minutes tops okay but just be honest but as i began to look around the church and i'm sitting there like what is it with this generation i look over to my dear friend bianca who has her five children and her niece in service and they are literally the only kids without devices they were listening they were engaged in service at the end they were clapping they stood up to pray they were you know, like little adults over there and not one device in sight. So I pulled Bianca after service like, girl, what you doing? Let's do this impromptu <laughs> podcast because we want to get some advice from you oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> on how you get your children to just behave <laughs> and adapt. And they know when it's time to have fun and they know when it's time to play. And I'm going to just let her introduce herself a little bit, although I kind of threw it in there <laughs> naturally. <laughs> but I'm going to let her tell it in her, her own words. <laughs> but go ahead, introduce yourself so, to yeah, the people. <laughs> I'm Bianca Cannon. <laughs> Um, I am a mom of a blended family, so we have five children all in all. And of course, I have my lovely niece who comes over when she wants to. Um, yeah, I didn't know that, that, that this is this was this. <laughs> I literally was like, "You got thirty <laughs> minutes to record a podcast." She like, "Yeah, about what? You'll find out while we talking." Because mm-hmm, she know everything. <laughs> But um, I think a natural conversation yeah. is best. And Absolutely. I just wanted her to give it to us raw. Like, Absolutely. not try to think of these eloquent bullet points. Or not them. try to think of all this device. Like, what are you doing? Do you beat them? Mm-hmm. Just let me know. Because I go buy a well, few belts. Now you no, I'm, no. Just I'm just no, playing. No, no, we no. don't provoke child so, abuse at all. That was a joke. Absolutely. Um. So, especially in the platform that I work in. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so... That's a good question of how do we get our children to sit down in church without any devices. Well, um, first, let's ask okay. this. Okay. What is your, what is discipline like in your home? Do you guys have a structure or mm-hmm. a strategy? Is it freelance? Do you cater to just one child? But, you know, what is your discipline structure in your household? Well, 
it's still evolving, I would mm-hmm. say. Okay. Um, because once again, we are a blended family. And so I have two biological children and my husband has three biological children. I think that it just, it was great because our kids from the very first time of meeting each other been great. Yeah. So we've been married for a year um, and our children range from, we have two 10 year olds, two uh, seven year olds and one 13 year old. And then my niece is 10. Um, and y'all know that's the fidgety age. Man. <laughs> All those ages. Right. I think it's just really, we just set that standard. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is what we're going to have to do. Now, don't get me wrong. They're not always perfect. Mm -hmm. There was probably three times that I said, hey, stand up. Um, Or, no, we don't talk during this time. So, they're not, you know, I wouldn't say that they're perfect children. Mm -hmm. um, But I I think that we've been blessed just to have some amazing kids that hasn't always been this way. But I think as they grow, grown older, that it, it definitely helped. And because both my husband and I have different um, ways of discipline, mm-hmm. that we had to figure it out. Because I'm before when I was a single mom, I had to be the disciplinarian, and then I got tired, so then I kind of laxed. Mm-hmm. Where then my husband became that disciplinarian. Um, and then we had to talk like, okay, I don't always want to be a disciplinarian at the time. You don't always want to be a disciplinarian at the time. So let's do it together. So we set our standards. You don't abide by these standards, there's a consequence behind that. Um, and it's not, once again, whooping to be the first situation. Um, you get things taken away. Um, I don't have to repeat myself multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my husband doesn't either. Um, and we reward them a lot, too. Okay. So we make it fun. So they know that um, each day we have some type of theme night. So you want to get to that thing night, right? Okay. okay. In order to get to that thing night, be together. Y'all are teachers for real. <laughs> no, that's good. So what I'm hearing is for y'all that need, you know, some notes to write down is one, communication. Mm-hmm. Two, um, balance. Mm-hmm. And we know balance doesn't mean even. It's just that there's a portion delegated everywhere. So mm-hmm. they're communicating. They're, they're, they're setting a balance where a measurement of discipline is going to each party. And then three, having a standard. And for consistency, because yes. it's like, I don't know about y'all, but being a single mom, your child, and co-parenting in different households, I'm going to speak for myself, my child already has two different standards to live by. Mm-hmm. So it's times where I just take the short end of the stick, mm-hmm. where I'll just let all the responsibility fall on me, then I'm frustrated and I'm exploding. Yeah, every time. And it's so hard to be consistent when they're in another household for a portion of the time, and then you already know that there's a pressure attached to that so you don't want to add to the pressure but what I didn't realize was over the years I was hindering him learning strong discipline Mm -hmm. and I was hindering him having a respect for me because I was bailing him out of everything okay you just got from your dad's house you got three younger siblings over there so you take more of a leadership Mm -hmm. role and over here, it's just me and you. So half the time, I would just do the chores. Or I would mm-hmm. put his laundry away and just let him focus on school and sports. When there is times where, you know, he will just focus on that, especially during wrestling season. Because wrestling is so intense to where mm-hmm. I keep household chores to a minimum, but it's easier because he's never home. But outside of those times, still upholding him to a standard. And I was letting go of that standard and being inconsistent. Which is easy, though, I feel. Yeah, um, it's so, girl, like so even, easy. You know, I think about the times that I was a single mom and then the time, uh, like, now that I'm married. Um, and kind of my husband kind of took on that, that single parent. Like, 
it may sound bad, a single parenting type situation, mm-hmm. only because I'm an entrepreneur. So I'm always going and doing different things. Yeah. Um, which is also not just setting that standard for the kids, but then setting that standard for self as well. Like you were saying, like I have to make sure that he at least has something and that I uphold him to that standard. Because if we're not upholding ourselves, then they're they're gonna see right through us. Yes. Um but I think it's also whether you're married, whether you're single, finding people that can hold you accountable as well mm-hmm. or finding out, you know, so whether that's find another male figure um, or a female figure that or a woman figure that um, another child listens to because sometimes they don't just listen to you. Mm-hmm. I find out my kids, because my husband has not been around, you know, his, he's not their biological father, they look to him in a different type of way, such like Brayden, you know, my son, he... He's definitely listened to the white more than he listens to, <laughs> <Long story laughs> to me. Long story short, I done lost he control. Gonna, right, he don't <laughs> listen to him. But then yeah. sometimes my husband has to hold me accountable because I get tired. Mm-hmm. You know, having to to take care of things. When I said to do something, just go ahead and do it. Um, or I just don't feel like doing it. So I'm like, okay, you know, I'll just do it myself. Mm-hmm. But that's the wrong way because then yeah. they won't act right when I need them to act right because that standard, I'm, I'm lowering that standard for them. So. Yes, yes. So Big up to my husband because I I messed up. <laughs> Shout out to Dwight. <laughs> Go ahead and keep her on her P's and Q's. But yeah, and I think um I'm gonna connect that back to what I saw in church today is sometimes we just want to get what God wants yes. to have us get, and we don't want to say sit down, we don't want to keep an eye yeah. on them, we don't want to whatever. But we have to lead by example and engage them in order to get them to participate and they they have to learn how to adapt there's a time to play there's a time to listen there's a time to be creative there's Mm -hmm. a time to explore but there's a time to just be disciplined and Mm -hmm. pause Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um i think that we're such a technology centered generation Mm -hmm. that our technology is our new pacifiers absolutely i i remember when amadi was a baby i breastfed and I, I, me and his dad had both agreed we were not buying pacifiers, mm-hmm. but somebody gave them to us at the baby shower. And because I was breastfeeding, I learned quickly that if I'm in a grocery store and he wants, I can't just mm-hmm. pull out my breast. So we did do pacifier for a little while, but once, once them two pacifiers was lost, that was it. And, um, that transition off wasn't hard because I literally only used a pacifier in moments right. I could not breastfeed. And I've, nurtured a lot of children at their baby phase and what i learned is we just do a pacifier and we won't even we don't want to dig deep and figure out what's going on and now we just do that with ipads cell phones and all of that when mama want to focus on her movie when mama want to watch power when mama want to be on the phone with her friends mm-hmm. go get on your ipad and yeah. get out my face it's and easy. yes and now they don't have the capacity to sit and focus and listen to a 15 20 minute sermon but then we get mad about them not want to go play outside not wanting to Join different activities. Yes, because we have to set that standard. Um, we're the reason why they're not going outside. It's not that because they just don't want to. It's not because they're not. You know, they don't want to. We haven't set that standard for them to go out there. And sometimes we gotta go out there with them. Um, I would say like their dad is really good at going out and playing basketball. So much so that these other kids that um, I usually don't see outside, they're watching out their window. Now they're coming over to our house to go play <laughs> basketball with my husband. Yes. Um, so I'm like. Honey, your kid, your, your friends outside <laughs> to go and play with you. Um, but they, no, they need us to be out there too, teaching them how to do things. Because yeah. if you're not involved with them, because um, it's easy not to. Because I'm, 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 I raise my hand. I'm not that mom. I don't want to be outside. I don't like the outdoors. Yes. Um, my so allergies are flaring up. Already, it's bugs. Yes. <laughs> um, but 
it's a sacrifice, you mm-hmm. know, being a parent, going out there. Um, like I said, once again, not to be like, oh, my husband, my husband, my husband, but he does. He takes them outside. He makes sure that he involves those things. Like I said, we have that schedule because it's time out for all this electronics. It's too much out there that gets into their brains and, you know, their, their mindsets. Um, we, that, that we can't shut them because we don't know what they're watching. Mm-hmm. But if we take them away from that and limit that time, um, as hard as that can be when you're busy as a mom or as a dad or as an auntie, whoever, you know, raising that child, it's worth it, though. Yeah, it's Sac- so worth that it. That sacrifice is worth it. Go outside, do things with them. Um, know who their friends are. Know yeah. what they're watching. Know what they're listening to. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to just... Um, parenthetically insert this for those of y'all who've never listened before this is a parenting podcast so if you hear kids in the background playing Fortnite, we needed them to just go be quiet while we do this recording but we going to the park right. <laughs> after this that's balance so i just want that to be a lesson mm-hmm. to y'all how we yeah we're going to use that for this moment because we have to do something like record and right. we need silence but i'm like they don't turn the game up i hear it right but if you hear it, just know we parents. And sometimes right. as parents, this is what you got to do. Y'all got to hear that. But guess what? They finna be at the park for the next three hours. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. No, but um, definitely everything you said, I do think that we as parents have gotten lax. Mm-hmm. And our our moms and dads didn't play outside with us. Right. So we don't feel like we have to play outside with our kids, but they lived in a different world. They had a different standard. They didn't have all this technology available to shove in our face. So they sent us outside and outside developed us. Mm -hmm. And granted, there are some good sides of technology where some of them may go into development or IT, but let's be real. They are consuming Mm -hmm. on that thing. Mm -hmm. They are getting taught things by TikToks. Think about the trends of hashtag you see on your social media every time you slap a device in the kid's face. Those those hashtags, those trends are hitting their timeline and they're absorbing it and consuming it. Mm -hmm. And then let's shift this focus to school teachers. That's why we're having so much trouble Mm -hmm. in our school system because I'm sitting there watching no no half the kids in this room cannot sit and listen to a 15 minute sermon right. how do we expect them to take in a 45 minute lesson three to four times a day because we right. got a few subjects by the second second third subject honestly these days in the first right but by the second third subject the kid is disengaged mm-hmm. we got classroom problems and you're dealing with behavior, behavior the rest of the day mm-hmm. so i want to encourage y'all to you know take this episode as not just a benefit to you but a benefit to your child's future, a benefit to society, and do some of the things we suggested um, so that we can move forward and provide a better world for our kids. So, yeah. Is there anything else you want to add, Bianca, that you just kind of something that crossed your mind or you didn't get to say just about discipline and structure when it comes to parenting, anything that, you know, even that your mother taught you or a habit Mm -hmm. you have that helps with you having kids that are just well behaved and while she thinking of something i'm gonna say this i had bianca kids on a two-hour flight and (laughs) y'all they were so good i i was going to orlando for grad school in florida every time i'm on it i always make sure i have multiple headphones on orlando flights okay because 90 percent of the flight is families with children going to disney and it was always a crying baby but (laughs) we had a playlist an audio book all that ready 
So, you know, this time I'm traveling with the kids. But they were, you know, so behaved. They didn't bother me. They was chilling. They, I don't even think they slept the flight. They were just, didn't have any devices then. They just really chilled out and looked out the window and were quiet. I'm sorry. I took my son to Orlando. He got on my nerve. Oh, time. Now, now they Stop are talking to me, Marty. Just with me. Like I said, um, my children are just like any other ch- child. Um, they they have their moments. Yeah. they're kids, right? They have their moments. Um, I was just talking to my sister and a couple other people just about how great, uh, how thankful I am because, you know, growing up, my mom, she had me when she was 16. And so I always say that she did the best that she could. You know, the ups and the downs, she did the best that she could. But there were things that I wish that I would have had back then. But you only know as a parent what you know. Yeah. Um, And so there's, I think, just being intentional at mm-hmm. all times. Yeah. Um, and my impatience that I have with my, my, my children Sometimes I have to woo and talk to myself. Okay, Bianca, you can do this. I know you're tired. I know you're irritable. Yes. But in the long run, it will help better, you know, better yourself. So really bring in that community. And I know it's so cliche, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. But it's so true. Mm-hmm. You know, I was able to call on Laria, ask her for help. I was able to, you know, call on my sisters yeah. and, you know, my kids' grandparents, um, my husband, and just different people just to get those those questions answer yeah. that I was just confused about because mm-hmm. they don't come with the manual they don't, <laughs> like, they don't. I need to know it's, why. A, it's a trap y'all it's yes a trap. they don't come with the manual <laughs> but knowing that you have to give them those avenge- the individualized intention as well um, and because we have five kids my husband and I talk about it all the time we have five kids um, and they all need something different mm-hmm. and when you have a busy life um, because of everything that's going on you still have to find that time, that sacrifice, because it's well worth it in the end in order to make sure that you're meeting their needs. And it's, sometimes it's a hit or miss. So just know as a parent, you're doing a good job because you have your children, you're loving on them. Every day is not going to be perfect, um, but you made it another day yes. with them. They're healthy, they're alive, they're smiling, or they're upset. But guess what? They're going to be okay. They're going to be okay. They're going to be okay. Um, and then just being okay with saying no. I think um, yeah. I used to have a problem with saying no, but it's okay to say no. It's okay. They're they're gonna be mad at you today, but then in the next five minutes or the next day, they're gonna be loving you, saying that you're the best parent in the world. Right. So even if they're not telling you that, just know that you're doing a good job, um, and that it's okay to reach out for help. That does not make you weak. That doesn't make you a bad parent. That doesn't make you um, less than to reach out and ask for the help. Use your village. Use your village. So that's what we're going to leave y'all with. Just a short recap. You know, communicate if you're mm-hmm. parenting with other people. Uh, what was the tip? Stay, stay, c- communicate, set a standard. Don't, don't break it. Stay consistent with that standard. Offer incentives and use your village. Yes. And I'll probably put some of these bullets in the show notes. And we just going to close out say with... plan, plan, plan? <laughs> <laughs> for real like that's that's helped my life it's schedule every single thing um for your for your kid have a a movie day have a you know karaoke or game night you know just do those different things yeah 
plan, plan, plan. We're going to add that in there then. Plan, Sorry. plan, plan, everything. <laughs> Set a calendar, get a whiteboard, do whatever. Y'all know, we parents, it's real ghetto. I'm going to just tell y'all what's going on. I, I got a pet rabbit, the rabbit coming out, the kids coming out the room. Yeah, that means it's time you. to wrap this thing up. <laughs> Bianca's looking at the rabbit like, don't come, don't come by, by me. <laughs> Not at all. But this is what parenting is, you know. Right. Welcome to the Parent Trap Co- Podcast. Right. Y'all see it live in action. So we're going to close off with Bianca telling us, um, just about, you know, her business and how y'all can okay. connect with her, your website, your social media, whatever, whatever you got to offer for parents. Yes, yes. A lot of people in Milwaukee, Chicago listen to this, so they can definitely use your resources. Go ahead and plug them in. Absolutely. So, um, I'm the co-owner of the Giving Tree Development Center. We are located on 67th and Burleigh. Um, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. In Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, we... Our licensed group child care center from the ages of six weeks and up to 12 years old. You can give us a call at 414-808-0004. We also have some great things that's coming down the pipeline. Um, you can check us out on Facebook at the Given Tree Development Center, as well as our website, which is thegivingtreecenter.com. Um, and just be on the, the, the lookout for some more things that we do um, have coming up for families okay. the whole family not just children but the whole family the whole have great family, yes. resources um, and accommodations for the whole family all right and i'm gonna put that website in the show notes y'all stay connected to the giving tree bianca ha- bianca has uh passion and the drive ever since i've known her she's done stuff with families and community and you know she's just great she's my child's other mama you know if i ever run away that's where he gonna go (laughs) so yeah thank you all so much for tuning in she will definitely be back so it's not the last y'all hear from her don't forget to like our facebook pages in instagram page at the parent trap pod and subscribe so you get our notifications every week and email us if you have any questions or prayer requests you guys have a great week